welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on shifting brain chemistry. And I decided to extend this just a little bit longer because a subject recently came up from someone about panic attacks. They wanted to understand the panic attacks, what causes them, and how to prevent them. So we're going to just go a couple of extra days so that we can complete this portion of it before we move to the next topic. So we've talked about brain and gut. We've talked about how to feed your brain properly. We've talked about how the mundane can can put a toll on us. We talked about fighting the blahs or the blues. Um, and that's really how we started all this out. We talked about climate, nutrition, all these factors that affect our brain and shift our brain chemistry. It's all important. And yesterday we spent some time on resilience. So now I want to jump into this panic attack subject because this has come up. And now if you've missed any of the past, you should go back and listen to all of it. I think you would find it interesting at very least. But every year, an estimated 6 million Americans have panic attacks. Unfortunately, the prevailing online advice about panic attack remedies is sometimes trite and sounds like it was written by somebody who maybe never had one. So um, here is some research on this and on what causes them as well as what can help them. Now, a panic attack is characterized by an intense feeling of fear that occurs in the absence of any real danger. Panic attacks often seem to come out of the blue with no clear trigger. If you have panic attacks regularly, then you are said to have panic disorder. Have you ever experienced a smoke alarm going off in your home, but there's no smoke or fire? A physiological false alarm in your body results in a panic attack in much the same way. Your body has an alarm system. It's called the sympathetic nervous system. When faced with perceived danger, the sympathetic nervous system triggers the stress response. And when your heart starts to race, your breath becomes faster and more shallow, which is all part of that stress response, a release of cortisol, a release of adrenaline, neopinephrine, other stress factors, uh, 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 neurochemicals. And the blood will move away from your organs into your limbs giving you supernatural strength and getting you ready to either flee, uh, well, fight or flight, really, and stay out of danger. So uh, just as the too sensitive smoke alarm emits a piercing sound when there's no smoke or fire, people with panic disorder experience the fight or flight response when there's no real danger. A strange thing about panic attacks is that they only last about 10 minutes and usually are harmless. But they say they don't feel that way, okay? So no one really knows for sure what causes panic attacks, but they usually happen against a background of constant, chronic, or extreme stress, all right? So typical stressors are major life changes, such as starting a new job, change in marital status, a death of a loved one, a loss of some kind. Once the stress response is initiated, your breathing will automatically become more fast and shallow, and not enough blood and oxygen reaches your brain. 
This in turn can cause you to hyperventilate. This causes carbon dioxide levels in the blood to decrease, which may be responsible for many of the symptoms of a panic attack. Now, there may also be a genetic component, although I am always one to stand up and speak about epigenetics. And I'll make a quick mention of that here uh, without getting too deep into it. But epigenetics is basically uh, cutting-edge science that tells us that whatever genetic code we inherited from our family line, um, we can be prone to whatever is in that code. But uh, we have a 50% chance of shutting off the switch, depending on a lot of things, okay, your thought life, your, your um, you know, how you treat yourself, all the things we've been talking about, really, what you're eating, how you're taking care of yourself, you know, what you are feeding into your, into your mind, in your heart. I mean, there's so many different things, and I know this is a fact because I've actually shut off some switches in my own life from some genetic codes, but even I've seen it in others. And so if you want to do your own studies on that, feel free to do so. So basically, um, another thing is low blood sugar. An, an overactive thyroid can exacerbate anxiety and increase the tendency to go into panic. So can the use of recreational stimulants, including seemingly innocuous caffeine. There are many links between caffeine and anxiety. And um, so if we talk about this for a moment, um, I also want to include the substances such as prescription drugs, recreational drugs, caf um, and, and caffeine. But the mitral, the mit I'm sorry, the mitral valve prolapse, a, uh, a condition that occurs when a heart valve doesn't close properly, has been linked to panic disorder. If you suspect any of these conditions are contributing to your panic, then talk to your doctor. Again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not your doctor. I'm not telling you what to do, what not to do. I'm not telling you that, you know, you can walk away from any treatment that you're getting right now, but I want you to understand what's happening to you, okay? So here's a few uh, physical symptoms of panic attacks. Chest pain, chills or hot flashes, dizziness, nausea, numbness or tingling, pounding heart, shortness of breath, sweating, tightness in chest, throat, or stomach. So there's a few. Now, I want to come back tomorrow and talk a little bit more about this, but I'm running out of time and give you some remedies as well. And um, I hope this has been helpful to someone out there. I know there have been a few that have asked about it. So I um, hope this is a, the beginning of some solutions or some understanding. If it's not, um, maybe it's helpful to somebody else. Please share it. This is Reframe and Rewire, Greatness Through Daily Routine. Until next time, thank you for joining me.